when you show up at the annual holiday gala with not one, but two-fifths of mezcal that you couldn't find anywhere in Washington State, I had to drive to fucking Idaho to find mezcal. But when you show up at the annual holiday gala with not one, but two-fifths of mezcal, tahine, and five limes, it's crystal clear to everyone involved that you arrived at the holiday party meaning business, and business did I mean. At some point in the evening, I ended up at a couple bars, not sure how that happened. Also, I ended up at the weed store, not sure how that happened. Later in the evening, I found myself back at the holiday gala, and I don't remember the last time I did this. Usually, I am the pinnacle and definition of control, but not on this night. Not one, but two-fifths of mezcal. I just, uh, I saw a couch. It looked very comfy. I went and sat there, and then five in the morning, I'm like, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go home now after, uh, after sleeping that one off. Not always easy to get an Uber at, uh, at 5 a.m., but God bless Spokangelis. I was asked by, uh, those were, uh, those that were new to the mezcal, uh, what do you get? What happens if you consume the worm at the bottom of the mezcal? Um, a, it's not a worm. That's a that's larva. That's larva down there. It's 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 not a real worm yet. Uh, number two, there are rumors that it'll make you hallucinate like peyote. Uh, that's not true. Uh, I invented my own rule just for the sake of, and everyone just went along with it. That if you get to the bottom and you consume the larva, you get to have sex with anyone you want. You just get to pick, and you get to have sex with anyone you want. Those are the rules. When you bring not one, but two-fifths of mezcal to the holiday gala. Oh, Fish B, you found your instruments. Listen to you. Fish B on the bass guitar. All right, welcome to Bob's Fishbowl Party, people. Happy Hanukkah to all of our Jewish friends. Hopefully it's off to a fantastic start. In the fishbowl tonight, things just got worse for Hunter Biden. Amazing but true. Rudy Giuliani crosses another line, and I'm even grading that on a Rudy Giuliani curve, and an Arby's Methodist Christmas. That and so much more in the fishbowl tonight. Thank you for the hot lead, Fishbee. Did you also find your keytar? Apparently so. Did you also find your Latin triangle? Apparently so. So we are operating at full strength. Fishbee, question one if you don't mind. What Christmas present does North Korea have for the United States? Yeah, Trump has been boasting for a long time that he has eliminated the nuclear threat coming coming from the Korean Peninsula. Nothing could be further from the truth. Kim Jong Crazy Nuts has promised a Christmas surprise. 
I don't think they have Christmas in North Korea, so his calendar days might be off. But uh, I'm going to make an educated guess that the Christmas present from North Korea includes a long-distance capable nuclear warhead powered by the tusk of bull walrus, vampire semen, with just a twist of Megan the Stallion. <clears throat> Did you see the New York Post story about Hunter Biden? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Fishby, can we get some, uh, can we get some reading music on the guitar, if you don't mind? Uh, keep in mind that this is from the New York Post, which, which has a lot of legitimate news, but it is, it is a tabloid. But, uh, oh boy, Hunter Biden. Oh boy, Grandpa Uncle Joe. Oh, this isn't good. Hunter Biden is the subject of multiple criminal investigations related to, quote, fraud, money laundering, and a counterfeiting scheme, end quote. It's claimed in court documents that were filed on Monday in his Arkansas paternity test. Nothing screams good times like an Arkansas paternity test. Just ask Bill Clinton. The claims were put forward by a Florida-based private eye firm, D&A. I assume that stands for Dick and I, I don't know what it stands for. DNA Investigations. In Biden's ongoing case against his alleged baby mama, whose real name is London Alexis Roberts, she's a former Washington, D.C. stripper who went by the stage name Dallas. Now, if I've said it once... I've said it twice. I've said it a thousand times. If you're a vice president's son, it is not in your best interest or anyone's best interest to make a baby with an exotic dancer who has the stage name of Dallas. I mean, Dallas can't be trusted. Not like you can trust a sativa on the main stage. Put your hands together, Dallas. <laughs> Anyway, Hunter Biden, 49, is the subject of more than one criminal investigation involving fraud, money laundering, and a counterfeiting scheme, according to the filing. Uh, one of the purported investigation relates to Burisma Holdings, the Ukrainian energy company that's on the news. Biden and a group of business associates, quote, established bank and financial accounts with Morgan Stanley for Burisma Holdings Limited for a money laundering scheme. But again, th this is only according to this private eye firm, D&A, based in Florida, which raises a bunch of flags to me. Biden and the others allegedly, quote, utilized a counterfeiting scheme to conceal the Morgan Stanley et al. That means everybody. Morgan Stanley et al. Average account value. Whatever that means. Uh, the filing additionally alleges that Biden had, uh, had, had his hand in a plot. Oh, this isn't good. This isn't good. The filing additionally alleges that Biden had his hand in a plot and a, and a, and a woman named Dallas uh, to rip off the Sioux Native Americans to the tune of, wait for it, $60 million through the shady sale of tribal bonds. Yeah, 
Thank you, uh, thank you for the backing music, Fishby. Again, New York Post allegations made by a detective firm in Florida. Who knows how shady they are, but uh, that was in the New York Post today. Next up. How much would Saudi Arabia have to pay you to attend a music festival in the kingdom? Oh, especially an EDM festival. Um, I don't, maybe this is easy for me to say as a poor person. And maybe this is easy for me to say as someone who doesn't make their living as an influencer. But I would like to believe that I have a strong enough moral compass that there is no dollar sign that would drag me to any event in Saudi Arabia. It is a blatantly, morally bankrupt cash grab, and anyone who does this on behalf of MBS is an absolute jackass, in my opinion. I'm not going to name them by name, but some of the biggest names in uh, in dance music and... Uh, a whole lot of supermodels and 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 fledgling celebrities like uh, like Ryan Philippi or whatever the fuck you say his name is. He hasn't been in a good film in so. When did Cruel Intentions come out? Twenty five years. It's been a while since I've had to think about Ryan Philippi or I don't even fucking know. But just today, it was announced that uh, the murder of Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Um, even though the CIA determined that uh, none other than the crown prince himself, Mohammed bin Salman, MBS, uh, five underlings who did nothing but take orders from MBS, uh, they've all received the death penalty in Saudi Arabia. And, and if you're wondering, just for curiosity's sake, how awesome the death penalty is in Saudi Arabia, I, I did take the time to look this up. Uh, execution is usually carried out publicly by beheading with a sword, occasionally a shooting, every now and again a shooting, but usually it's done in public with a sword. According to uh, a recent uh, human rights report, uh, between 2017 and 2018, this is MBS territory now, uh, beheadings rose 70%. So at least at least some numbers are going in the right direction in Saudi Arabia. That's sarcasm, obviously. Um, according to Wikipedia, my source for many things, a public can't use it in college, but you could use it on a podcast. Uh, a public beheading will typically take place around 9 a.m. The convicted person is walked into the square and kneels in front of the executioner. The executioner uses a sword known as a word that I can't pronounce. And then the, uh, uh, he's removed the condemned person's head from his or her body or neck. After the convicted person is pronounced dead, a police official announces the crimes committed by the beheaded convict, and the process is complete. Professional executioners, which sounds like a horrible gig, can behead as many as 10 people in a single day. And sometimes, just because it's Saudi Arabia, you know, I mean, any country can behead someone in a public square in 2019. Uh, they'll take it to the next level. Sometimes they will crucify the beheaded body for three days just to, just to really drive home the point that they're, uh, 
there's Saudi Arabia. What, what crimes in Saudi Arabia are punishable by, uh, by, 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 by sword to the head, by death? Um, apostasy, which I believe is just deciding you're no longer Muslim. I believe that's just a denouncing your, your former religion is apostasy. Uh, treason, but, uh, death. Homosexuality, death. Espionage, death. Murder, rape, terrorism, death. Drug smuggling, death. Armed robbery, death. Blasphemy, death. Burglary, maybe death. Adultery, maybe death. Sorcery or witchcraft, death. Waging war on God, death. You couldn't pay me to go to this morally bankrupt, no way, no how. What bullshit. What's next, Fishby? Will you be attending a Christmas Eve service at the Arby's Methodist Church? Oh, I, although Methodism is just, just a very tiny component of my current life philosophy, uh, I would like to go uh, tomorrow. And if you're, if you're looking for a church and you're in Spokangelis, why not go to a church that's dangerously fucking close to an Arby's, right? Uh, according to Google, this church, 4.4 stars, which is a good number for a church. 4.4 stars. We're going to try to get that, uh, get that grade up. Uh, but here's the problem. The contemporary service is at 5 p.m. And we're doing a show tomorrow night. But the contemporary service is at 5 p.m. Between you and me, I can't stand the contemporary service. I don't like the contemporary songs. Put that band back in the garage where it belongs. None of this makes sense. I don't know what's happening right now, but it's not church. Unless it is. I'm not here to criticize your faith. But the contemporary is at five. Uh, more my speed, uh, the traditional will be held at 9 p.m. And if you're curious, communion will be offered after the benediction. But here's the problem. That's not, the traditional is until nine. And what's the point of going to an Arby's Methodist church if you're not going to get some Arby's because they've got the meats. Where's James Earl Jones when you need him? Uh, Arby's Christmas Eve hours, because I called, uh, they close, I mean, they open at 10 a.m., like always, but they close at 7 p.m. So does that mean you go to the contemporary service so you can get some roast beef when you're done? Or do you forgo roast beef on Christmas Eve? There's big questions out there. Big, big questions. Speaking of which, what's our next question? What's Nancy Pelosi's master plan with her two articles of impeachment in hand? What is Nancy Pelosi's master plan? See, here's the thing. She is getting some criticism the Senate can't start the impeachment trial until those documents are hand-delivered from one chamber to the other. Nancy has them, and everybody's on vacation. The point is not to hold on to those indefinitely. And I think Nancy Pelosi, such a shrewd politician, 
I mean, she has leverage, but not enough leverage to make Mitch McConnell her metaphorical political bitch, right? But just by holding out and asking for these witnesses, the witnesses, the witnesses, make that the story during this break. Latest poll, 70% of everybody, Republicans, Democrats, they want to see witnesses. And if Mick Mulvaney testifies and John Bolton and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, Rudy Giuliani, that trial is going to look a lot different. Next, Fishbeat. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Are we seriously working Christmas Eve and Christmas? Well, tomorrow is Christmas Eve. I already mentioned that, and we'll try to... We'll see if we can't uh, get ourselves a roast beef sandwich and some church in. Uh, yeah, no, that's the plan. That's the, No one's working. We are... Because Christmas, for a lot of people, is... It's a lonely day, and and I understand there is a a, a companion a, a, a portion of this show. So your friend, your old friend Uncle Bob and Fish B will be here for you. Yes, with the obvious caveat, assuming we don't die. If we don't, that's I mean that that's an obvious caveat, Fish B. Of course, assuming we don't die. What's next? What are the odds President Trump starts World War III before the 2020 election? You know, I wish I could say the odds were 0%. I'd love to say 0%, but we all know the odds aren't zero. I mean, it's not 50-50, but at this point, I mean, how much credit are you willing to give this president you 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 really think it's beyond him beyond the pale that he would that he would start an actual shooting war with somebody and america rallies around the flag and gets him reelected he's willing to do anything anything it takes to get reelected and i believe under the anything it takes banner unfortunately sadly Truly depressingly, we cannot rule out World War Three, and that's a scary fucking thing to think about. Did you do your YouTube yoga with Adrian today? Of course. I mean, is is today a day? Yesterday I was a little too hungover after the mescal, but today was a day, and so today I obviously did. My YouTube yoga with Adrian, it's its going, I mean, I'm grounding down through the knees and through the elbow, I don't, I, anyway, whatever she says, I'm doing it, it's going fine, but I accidentally today, some kind of, uh, I'm not even going to tell you the name of it, you can find it on your own on YouTube, uh, YouTube yoga with Adrian, she, she's a yogi from Austin, it, it's very family friendly, uh, she's wearing clothes. I saw this one video today. It was, I mean, it was yoga. It was yoga, but it was also, it was, it was softcore porn-esque. 
to the point that I even had to send a link of the video on YouTube to uh, to my best friend Patricio down in uh, down in the Greater Phoenix Metro. I'm like, you gotta you gotta look at this. This is uh, this is yoga. This is uh, this is yoga. But yeah, me and Adrian, we had our mat time today. We had our mat time. What's next? Is Rudy Giuliani really more Jewish than George Soros? Oh, fucking Rudy Giuliani. Oh, Rudy G. Uh, George Soros, the uh, who the right wing has turned into this incredible, just boogeyman, all things evil when it comes to democratic politics, our billionaire George Soros. He's this guy is too nice with his money, this billionaire. George Soros, by the way, a Holocaust survivor. George Soros, a Holocaust survivor. He's an old man. Yet Rudy Giuliani, in giving an interview to New York Magazine, which just came out today. Uh, this is what he had to say about George Soros. Th th this is unbefuckingly And Rudy Giuliani, by the way, Giuliani, Catholic, not not Jewish. Um, he was talking about Marie Ivanovich, the uh, the ambassador that, that was recalled and smeared by Giuliani and the Trump administration. Uh, Giuliani said of Ivanovich, who was recalled by Trump in April, she was under control of billionaire Democratic supporter George Soros, who he then went on to trash. Listen to this. Don't tell me I'm anti-Semitic if I oppose him, says Rudy. Soros is hardly a Jew. I'm more of a Jew than Soros is. I probably know more about it. He doesn't go to church. He doesn't go to religion, synagogue. He doesn't belong to a synagogue. He doesn't support Israel. He's an enemy of Israel. He's elected eight anarchist DAs in the United States. He's a horrible human being. <clears throat> really, Rudy? Really? On the New York Magazine that comes out on the first day of Hanukkah? What an asshole. I mean, it, it's one thing to have disagreement with George Soros over his politics, but this crosses the line into something that can only be described as such crazy town as Rudy Giuliani territory. Uh, he also uh, spoke about uh, the Southern District of New York, uh, the prosecutors where, where Rudy used to work before he was mayor, talked about them investigating him. Rudy said, quote, if they're investigating me, they're assholes. They're absolutely assholes if they're investigating me. Again, this is what he told New York Magazine. The Southern District of New York, he says, goes on, they're idiots. They're, then they really are a Trump deranged bunch of silly liberals. He goes on, it's a terrible thing to say because it will get the Southern District all upset, but I know why they're all upset because they've never done anything like me since me. They haven't done in eight years like I did since I left being U.S. attorney. Nothing close. <clears throat> really? Really, Rudy? There is, a, there is another gem from this profile in The New Yorker. 
uh, talking about his two Soviet-born business associates, Lev Parnas and Igor Fruman, a.k.a. the two Shreks, who have been indicted by the Southern District of New York on charges of campaign finance violations for funneling foreign cash to Republican politicians to benefit themselves and to advance the interest of a Ukrainian official. This from... Uh, this is from the uh, New York Magazine story. He, uh, he defended his relationship with the duo, of course. He says, they look like Miami people. I know a lot of Miami people that look like that and are perfectly legitimate and act like them. So they're just Miami people. Neither one of them has ever been convicted of a crime b before. Neither one. And generally, that's my cutoff point. Because if you do it based on allegations and claims, and you're not going to work with anybody, particularly in business. I think I can speak for almost all the lawyers I know and all the business people I know that uh, that statement is uh, categorically and patently false. And oh, there it is. There's the sweet sound of Isaiah's music, which means we've arrived at... Our last question in tonight's fishbowl, as always, it belongs to our nine-year-old executive producer, Isaiah the Tiny Player, who just got his yellow belt in karate! Isaiah writes, What are you getting fish B for Christmas? Well, I, I, can't, I can't tell you what, what fish B right there. Let's just say it's, um... It's something nice. Fishby will love it. And it will contribute to the show. But you kind of put me in a tough spot. You can't ask someone what you're getting them for Christmas in front of the person. Or in this case, the extra-dimensional entity. And with that, my friends, time now once again for the artist... Formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego, the Paddle Ball of Fire. Now, for confusion purposes, we simply call it the finale. Kick it, Fish B! The Rise of Skywalker made a cool $175.5 million. No, I didn't go. I'm waiting until I go to Florida, see it with the kids. Actor Kevin Costner is campaigning for Mayor Pete. Weird, but true. Banksy did this nativity scene in Bethlehem, which is in the West Bank. It's dope as fuck. Everyone loves Banksy, or at least everyone normal I know. Eddie Vedder, 55 years old today. He's the frontman of Pearl Jam. Once upon a time, this may or may not be true, but every Wednesday it was tuna noodle casserole night at Eddie's house, and I would go. May or may not be true. My imaginary Tesla stock finally hit $420. Smokers rejoice. Colin Kaepernick's Air Force Ones came out today, and sold out online today and Gonzaga men's basketball the pride of Spokangeles Washington Hooptown USA currently the number one ranked college men's basketball team in the nation and that is Paleta Bola de Fuego or the artist formerly known thereof now simply the finale but because I love you and I kind of like leaving it with the World According to Mr. Rogers, Important Things to Remember, a book by Fred Rogers. Today we open up randomly to page 38, where Fred wrote, I believe it's a fact of life that what we have is less important than what we make out of what we have. The same holds true for families. 
It's not how many people there are in a family that counts, but rather the feelings among the people who are there. Thank you, Fred Rogers. And thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for subscribing. It's Bob's Fishbowl. Like everyone else is on vacation, not us. So if you're looking for, uh, for, for new shows to dip those little toes in, hey, you found one. Till manana, uh, remember I love you. It's party season. Be safe out there. You can't be safe. At least be lucky. Till manana. Adios, amigo. Love you. <laughs>